This is how you can get your clients what they want and still control your company. Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. What's happening? I am Eric J. Olson. Yeah, those two things are kind of competing interests when it comes to you as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as a company. How can you deliver to your clients what they want, yet still retain control of your company? And here's what I mean. You know, sometimes we will have great customers, but they're demanding. And they will tell us what they want. And oftentimes, they're not exactly uh, the best to dictate what should be done when it comes to digital marketing. As an example, and I won't go into great detail, yesterday I got an email from a client saying, I want you to do X, Y, and Z, Eric, and uh, I don't want to meet about it. I just want you guys to do it. And I wrote back and I said, um, hey, look, you're the client. At the end of the day, we'll do what you want, but you haven't considered A, B, and C. This is going to destroy your SEO value, but you told us to do it, so we will start tomorrow morning. And the response that I got back was, well, hold on a second. <laughs> Imagine that. Hold on a second. And, and he reconsidered and then decided, you know what, there was probably a better course of action. So like we're in client services, we will end up doing what the client tells us to do. But before we do that, we will give them a stern warning saying, we don't recommend this. This is a bad idea. But if you want it, we'll do it. And the impact is on you. So that is a way that we have balanced this uh, need to deliver to clients what they demand. And sometimes, in some cases, they're demanding, right? And that's asking for things that we don't agree with. While we still maintain control of the company, what I don't want is for us to just go off and do the thing, even though we know it's busted, even though we know that it's wrong, and then we get blamed for it later. So if we're going to do it, because we are in client services, that's just the way it is, then we're going to effectively protect ourselves and give them the warning and then do it anyways. But how do we even like get to the point where like that doesn't happen? So there's a couple of different ways where you can control the business yet still give the client what they want. Now, in that particular scenario, we kind of let things get out of canned and then it led to an email from the client with demands. What is even better is if you set the expectation early on and you exhibit leadership as an operational team and as an entire company from the get-go. Now, here's what I mean. If you start an engagement with a client, whether it's the sales process or the actual implementation, and you're like, yeah, we could do it this way or this way or this way, and you're experimenting because you're brand new, say, or you just haven't really dialed in your processes, you're experimenting, the client knows it, they're going to experiment with you and they're going to tell you what to do. And if you don't have a better way of doing it, you're going to do it their way and you're going to learn on their dime and at their expense, but also at your expense because you're going to get blamed for all the problems that you cause, and rightfully so, because you're inexperienced at that point. Once you get a little more experience, then you can start to offer suggestions or warnings if they dictate to you what to be done. But you, what you really want to do is get into the, the position early on by setting expectations with your client that you are the expert, and this is the way things are done around here. Now, you can do that by, number one, having a strong purpose. So instead of just doing whatever clients want you to do or, you know, doing this technical thing because you're a technician in whatever art and craft it is that you do, what's your purpose? Like, why do people actually buy this thing from you? 
What's the point? Really? So let's, I don't know, just, I'm going to make something up. A t-shirt. Are people buying a t-shirt because they have to have clothing in order to survive in the wilderness? No. You know, unless you're selling like, you know, outdoor gear for someone that's going to Everest. That's not why we buy the sweater that I'm wearing or the t-shirt. I've got plenty of other sweaters and t-shirts at home. Why would I buy your t-shirt? I don't need another t-shirt, but maybe it makes me feel good. Maybe it makes me laugh. Maybe it increases my social standing. So that's along the lines of your purpose. Your purpose is to give people an emotional connection, to give them confidence in the way they look, right? So number one, define your purpose. You know, the second thing is standardization. Once you have your purpose defined in order to control your company and give clients what they want, you need to start thinking about standardizing the way you do things. Write down your process and you need to have rigorous documentation on how things are done. Now, I'm not trying to take away creativity here from you, but what I am suggesting is that the way things are done are done the same way each time. Let me give you an example. Let's go back to the t-shirt. When you print a t-shirt, now my guess is you're not actually making the cloth, right? It comes already in the form of a t-shirt and you're screen printing on there. Well, when you do that, there's creativity that's involved in the design, but the process of laying down that paint, if that's even the right term, on the screen and you know, doing whatever they do with the paint to get it onto the t-shirt, that process is the same. The minimum required amount of time for drying in between paint colors, as an example. And I've seen this done. It is actually done like that, where the paint goes on the t-shirt on a screen and whoosh, it gets pulled across. But there's a minimum amount of time. And how it's packaged. The vendor that you use for sending it off. Those are all, the more you can standardize those things and standardize your process and write that process down, the tighter quality product you have. And now you can start to tell your client, this is the way things are done. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be creative when it comes to designing the actual design that goes on the t-shirt. There's still lots of opportunity for creativity in how you deal with clients, how you sell them, how you service them. But the way that t-shirts are made should be standardized. So think about that, right? You always need to give your clients what they need, but you need to control your company. Because if you let it get out of control, if you let your clients start controlling your company, it's a downward spiral to the bottom. If you like this podcast and you know a lawyer who wants to grow their law firm practice, tell them to check out ArrayLaw.com. Array Digital exclusively serves managing partners who want to aggressively grow their law firm. ArrayLaw.com.